Welcome to Stay Strong in Life, written and narrated by Gida May. The Stay Strong in Life series features 52 episodes, each with precise, concise and unique messages on how to find the strength within you. Each message includes a particular positive affirmation. Therefore, this series also features the podcast Affirm Your Life and an introductory podcast that supports and explains the purpose of the series. Flashback to the last time you were travelling on an aeroplane. And if you've never been on a plane, forgive me. You will be probably updated on the security procedures in a short while. You bought the plane find your seat and possibly put your hand luggage in the room above your seat. You sit down and put on and adjust your seatbelt. The cabin crew safety briefing begins and maybe you pull out the aircraft safety card and familiarise yourself with the instructions while a flight attendant demonstrates how to put on the oxygen mask and life jacket just in case. Let's hope that this will never be the case. You know that you need to make sure to put on your oxygen mask if the cabin pressure drops and the oxygen mask falls from the hatch above you. And you probably also know that you need to put on your own oxygen mask before you help others put on their masks, even your children. You know you have to save yourself before you can save others. It's not up for discussion. This is how you survive any oxygen loss on an aeroplane. Do you also know that the same is true outside of the aeroplane? Do you realise that this sensible aeroplane procedure to always save yourself first should in fact be just like that in real life as well? In your life, outside the aeroplane, oxygen doesn't just drop down to you from above when you need it. Figuratively speaking, at all times in your life, you must provide for your own oxygen supply and, first and foremost, take care of yourself and your own well-being before choosing to step in and save the rest of the world. And besides the oxygen you automatically breathe in all day long, the oxygen that I refer to is your surplus of mental and physical resources. What I observe is that many of us, and indeed myself as well, help and support others with the best intentions either if they ask for our help directly or you at your own initiative reach out to help. We do this with our best intentions because we want to stop their suffering. But with our already busy lives where most of our resources are spent on coping with a job, maybe children, a relationship or old parents who need help, there isn't always an overwhelming mental or physical surplus to be other people's lifeline, even if we really want to help. It's nice to help others, it feels good. For most of us anyway, it is satisfying to make a difference for someone who is suffering. But many of us simply forget to help ourselves before we help everyone else. And this can have severe consequences for our lives and our well-being. If helping others fills you up with energy, if you go to bed happy and satisfied after spending five to ten hours a week on your volunteer work, on top of your normal working hours, leisure activities and everything else that goes on in your private life, then all is well. The same goes when you are at work. If you feel good about being the go-to employee, being Mr. or Mrs. Fix-It-All, even if it's not in your job description, if this role gives you a lot of energy, then all is well. But if the opposite is true, if you suddenly feel that you can't breathe because you've forgotten yourself and what you need and you haven't put on your own oxygen mask before you gave all those around you oxygen, 
then you need to look at the role you've taken on and whether it is as rewarding to you as you thought it would be. Then you need to look at why you help and fix. Of course, I can only speak for myself, but my observation just tell me that many people take on the role of the helper to get some kind of acceptance, to feel that you belong and have value, to be seen. And in the end, you do it simply to get loving attention, an attention that you might have lacked as a child. And even as a sensible grown-up, the lack of recognition and loving attention experienced as a child will still have an impact and still determine the attention you seek as an adult. But for you to keep looking after others and being there for others, you need to learn to take care of yourself first. That is in fact the affirmation you need to use when you feel that you're pushing yourself into a helper role you know is not good for you in the long run. You may use this affirmation. I always take good care of myself. I always take good care of myself. You need to break a pattern. You might have to learn to say no and you have to learn to set boundaries for your own sake. You must learn to weed your own garden before you weed someone else's garden. And it can be more challenging than it sounds. In a previous podcast, I mentioned the importance of knowing your core values, how important it is that you relate to them and focus on them. They decide what your boundaries are. If you relate to and master them, then you can more easily be true to yourself and act in harmony with your core values. If one of your values really is that you always help when you can because you know it makes you feel good, then all is still well. Then you do it based on your inner set of values and helping others will most likely add value to your life and will provide you with a surplus of mental energy. What is so incredibly important is that you really understand what's important for you. Why you do what you do. Why Is it so important for you to make everyone else wear their oxygen mask before you put on your own? Did you learn that this is how it's supposed to be? Is it part of your upbringing? Was there a specific pattern in your upbringing that taught you that unless you did something you were told to do, you didn't get any recognition? Give this some thought. I learned to relate to my role as a helper as I got intense physical reactions because my body was so extremely tired of not receiving the required amount of oxygen but that in turn I always spent far too much energy making sure that others got plenty of oxygen before I got my own. I found it incredibly difficult to say no, set boundaries and stay away from other people's problems. I was even employed in HR for many years and on a daily basis I worked with people and their problems, listened and fixed everything I could. But I forgot the most important person in my life, myself. And in the end it got severe, with itchy rashes all over my body. Eventually I had to realize that my wise body knew better than me what was important to me. And at a point there was no way back. I had to put myself first. It was a question of taking control over me, relating to my values and boundaries and then putting on the damn oxygen mask before showing everyone else how to put on theirs. I hope that you always have enough oxygen in your mask, have such good control over your values and how to set boundaries for yourself and that you, while wearing your mask, have the energy to be there for the ones who need you. 
without experiencing mental or physical energy loss or end up like me feeling totally drained. Remember to use the affirmation. I always take good care of myself. Say it over and over again to remind yourself that you stay strong in life when you help others while always making sure that you constantly have enough oxygen to breathe. You can also repeat the affirmation to yourself when you listen to the music that follows this podcast. But before I start the music, please let me thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode of Stay Strong in Life from start to finish. I hope you enjoyed the episode and if you did, please share it so that we can spread the message of how to stay strong in life with as many people as possible. This would be highly appreciated. I always take good care of myself. I always take good care of myself. I always take good care of myself. I 